Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Running Sprint. We are joined this week by Casper Fosser, our main interviewee, interviewee of the last podcast. Casper, welcome back. Thank you. We spoke a lot in the, um, in the main interview about uh, your physical training and injuries that you've had and a couple of things that came up for me in that, you know, I wanted to, wanted to ask you what your go-to training sessions were for, uh, for cross-training or running if you're, you know, deepest, darkest winter in Scandinavia. What, what do you use to get yourself going? I uh, do like uh, threshold uh, intervals. I do a lot of uh, threshold intervals uh, throughout uh, the whole year. And uh, yeah, during winter, I guess, um, maybe a, a treadmill session like... Uh, Taking the treadmill to as steep as it, as it, as it gets and running uh, intervals of maybe five minutes times six, something like that. Ooh. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, well, so essentially it's like uphill only tempo work and, and just building that strength. Yeah, the uh, advantage with a, with a, with a, a treadmill is that you don't have to run downhill. You can run only up, uphill, and that, and that way keep the brakes uh, short and uh, really get dialed into that uh, threshold pace when it comes to really steep hills. Because I, I, I used to like doing a, a yeah, half an hour uphill only, but not on as steep as the treadmill can go. Um, <laughs> so have you got your own treadmill in your place then? Uh, no, we have a, a, a gym here in... Uh, in Gothenburg that I go to and uh, have some treadmills there. Oh, perfect. Uh, um, and uh, kind of said that you focus a bit more compared to other people on your physical training than the orienteering specific side. I think the perception from the UK is that all the Scandinavians do during the winter is just O-training constantly. Um, do you think people, and maybe this is a Scandinavian specific thing or just orienteers in general, do you think they focus too much on the orienteering, or, or yeah, are they uh, are they kind of missing an element to their training? Yeah, I I think so. I think they're uh, they're not uh, thinking enough about physical training. I think uh, a lot of uh, the uh, Norwegians are uh, training way too much uh, low speed on map, and uh, not enough, uh, not good enough physical training. Although uh, they do get physically strong in the terrain uh, with, all, with all, of, all of that uh, orienteering training so it has its uh, advantages and uh, mm. do you think is that maybe why the um, I guess the Norwegian team's sprint team was a bit lacking for a couple of years I think maybe in the early days of sprint yeah like sprint hasn't really had uh, that big uh, of, a, of a status in uh, Norway uh, at least not so far now with uh, the new younger g- generation of, of runners coming up, it's uh, it's about to change. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, myself, I I've grown up running sprint, and that was like in my uh, younger years, I ran uh, just as much sprint as I did in forest. Um, so uh, the new uh, younger generation of volunteers in Norway are uh, having a bit of a different uh, focus. Uh, and uh, we will definitely see uh, Norway uh, uh, doing better uh, the, the next years. Yeah, no, I'm sure, I'm sure. That's kind of some mistakes that people may make in their training, but a, a slightly more lighthearted one. You know, what's the uh, what's the worst mistake you've ever seen someone make at a competition? It could be. I mean, it could be your missed punches at, uh, at Jaywalk. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've had some uh, pretty uh, ridiculous. Uh, Mistakes. 
and uh, yeah, and uh, like out of my championship races, I think I've been disqualified about uh, about uh, one third of the races. Uh, so, <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, yeah, All or nothing. it's been a struggle. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I guess uh, it's a kind of kind of a risk I'm taking when I'm running. I uh, I don't want I I don't spend any time. Uh, controlling uh, the control numbers or anything like that. Do you even bother to take a description holder with you or is it just forget about it? Well, in the, I I do have it on me, but I never use it. Because <laughs> <laughs> so. this is something we chatted about last week. There was a there was a elite league race in the UK where I think a good out of 50 guys on the course, there was 10 or so that mispunched because they weren't yeah. checking their control numbers at a butterfly. So. I think it's not just you. <laughs> Maybe it's a common thing nowadays. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's good to hear. <laughs> I'm not alone. So, so what about in terms? Of, do any mistakes from any other people come to mind? Any ones you've seen going completely the wrong direction? Oof. Ah, it's hard to uh, come to, to to remember like straight away. But um, <laughs> I do think I I stand out a little bit when it comes to doing those kind of mistakes. I think it's. Uh, it will be better to ask my friends about me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that, yeah, we'll get the Gothenburg guys on to uh, to give a rundown. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not in the big relays, eh? Yeah, my first relay for uh, IFK Göteborg. Um, uh, it was uh, fall of uh, 2018. I mispunched on the last leg on the last uh, control. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I've uh, been there, done that. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. God. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. I didn't realise. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of relays, what's, uh, what's your fantasy relay team? Um, the kind of your, your dream relay team that you'd like to run with? Sprint relay or, or in forest? Ooh, like uh, people from uh, every age and every... Uh... Yeah, every yeah. Country, or? Every age, any country, gender. Um, we normally put the uh, the proviso with, you'll have to take them to the banquet with you afterwards. Um, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> like uh, dream team for performance. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah performance. Oh, it would be nice to have um, a mi- mixed relay in the forest. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, let's see. My uh, grandfather is on the team. On the second leg, hmm, which girls should I have? I'm not sure. I guess uh, Ebersold and uh, Tove must have uh, have uh, the first and last leg, and I can have the third leg. Nice. Uh, so, so how good was your grandfather then back in the day? Well, he did get a gold medal in uh, relay in uh, 1970. So. Oh well, yeah, pretty pretty he's decent. A, uh, he's a safe uh, safe bet. Yeah, he he, he does the average job and then hands yeah. over to you. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a crappy team. <laughs> that sounds that sounds fantastic. I like the idea of a mixed for a mixed uh, a mixed relay in the forest as well. Yeah, That'd be great I think, fun. Uh, yeah, that would be uh, that would be something. Are we thinking like half an hour legs or or reduced to kind of twenty minutes ish, like a Oof. short middle. It would be really really good to have like a. Um, both uh, short uh, legs and uh, long legs, like maybe uh, two of the legs are like yeah, middle distances and uh, two of the legs are uh, long distances. That would be Ooh. nice. Yeah. That's good. 
And that I, does sound good. I I would love to have one night le- night night leg in there as well, but I'm not sure how to do that. Yeah, you have to move the sun around or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, do Do you think well, night legs? Do you think there should be a world champs Naito? Ooh, that would have that would have been uh, exciting. I don't I don't know how how many people would uh, watch it, but <laughs> no, <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't know how many I people think, would get selected yeah. either. I wouldn't make the yeah. team. Nightorn cheering is uh, is is quite big and has been big for quite a while. So I guess um, compared to like knockout sprint, that's uh, a much bigger discipline in that way. So uh, yeah, that w- that would have been cool, but I don't know. We do have we do have those uh, big relays going at night as well. So I guess uh, nightorn cheering does have uh, quite a bit of uh, uh, competitions already. Mm. Yeah. I would like to see a, 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 a women's relay on the night as well, though. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely lacking. Um, yeah. Because there, there was a relay team a few years ago, wasn't there, in Tiamila, of They were pretty high up for a while. Well, um, yeah, right, that um, elite... Uh, yeah, the Night, night Foxes. Yeah, night I think foxes. it was in, uh, in Falun in uh, 2016. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were up there for quite a long time. So actually, I I think I was running long night and saw Tove miss punch for that team. Um, yeah. I shouted to, I shouted her to a control. This is mistakes for her. Um, I shouted her over <laughs> to the correct control and she ignored me, which is probably completely correct to do. Um, the only time that I'll be right and she'll be wrong, I think. <laughs> she should listen to you, Will. Ah, yeah. oh, she's like, what's that Brit? Never listen to a Brit in the <laughs> Scandinavian forest at night. I think that's the thing to to go by. <laughs> it's not a good tactic if you want to do well. Um, but it, uh, those relays, Casper, what's it for you? What what legs your go to in the team? Well, I I I only run night orienteering once a year, and that's on uh, Norwegian Championships uh, in night orienteering. And that's, okay. That's actually on, on only once every other year. So I guess once every other year I run night orienteering. <laughs> uh, so I, I so my preference at uh, those big uh, relays, Tiomila and Yukula, are uh, are to run on in some daylight. So I I would love to have uh, the last or the second last leg. Okay. No, I, I imagine you could do pretty well. Maybe you'd wasted on the uh, on the long night on Gaffold. Yeah. Well, if. If uh, EFCO gets a uh, a gap, maybe yeah, could be break away. Plan. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely take it up with the coach. <laughs> yeah, get get him on the phone to us. We'll we'll sort it out and we'll uh, we'll argue your case for you. <laughs> uh, and then we'll yeah we'll just finish with a with a final one of kind of after lockdown and COVID and everything. Where's your um, where's your dream country to go and orienteer in now after all of these uh these lockdowns? Ooh. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, my uh, basic answer is uh, Czech Republic, of course. But, uh, <laughs> but, I, uh, but if there's no walk, if there's no competitions on, oh, you can go anywhere no in the world. Oh, wow. Well, I've never been to France. Uh-huh. So that oh, would right. be cool. Yeah, maybe take a trip there, visit some some friends and do some nice uh, orienteering on... Uh, yeah, they do have one one really uh, famous map. I can't remember the name, but yeah, they do have some cool terrains. Would love to go there sometime. Mm. Some of those ones from the World Championships. Yeah, that mm. that looks amazing. Yeah, definitely. No, no, that was horribly hard terrain. Um, 
<laughs> brilliantly really hard. Cool. Oh yeah, brilliantly hard. But yeah, no, it's really cool. And then there's some of the stuff in the massive central as well is is really nice. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there then for the sprint. Casper, thanks for jumping on, and best of luck for the winter and trying to make it to some training camps and things, and hopefully uh, see you at some races next year. Yeah, thanks for the chat. It's been fun.